If you're wondering where to go to discover new music, check out In Our Headphones, the latest podcast from listener-powered KEXP. In Our Headphones brings you recommendations and insights every week, straight from KEXP DJs. And we're your hosts. I'm Isabel Kalili. And I'm Janice Headley. Join us for this never-ending journey of music discovery from KEXP and the NPR Network. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Just search KEXP. And here we go. I am in the KEXP live room. It's live on KEXP. I'm your host, Troy Nelson, from listener-powered independent 90.3 FM KEXP, broadcasting live in Seattle and streaming 24-7 at KEXP.org and our free mobile apps. And KEXP is a nonprofit, and these live performances are made possible by donations from people like you. And I am very excited about this session. I'm going to have so many questions after I hear this because I'm looking at all of these unique instruments and this wonderful sound that comes from El Cot. So Elcott, if you're ready, take it away.
Listening to the wonderful sounds of El Cot here in the KEXP live room.
Fantastic. You are listening to El Cot live here in the KEXP live room. Absolutely incredible. Made my day. Thank you. I needed that. Is that, uh, is that instrument what's referred to as the pancello? Yeah. Yeah, this is the one. Is that, did you make that, that one? Or yeah, I did made that one. You, yeah, because I, uh, I was watching uh, videos of uh, you on, on YouTube just going to a junkyard or I don't know if you, it was like some kind of market and you uh, literally grabbed this piece of wood. It could have been a broomstick. And then you found an empty plastic gas can. And I saw you attach this thing to the empty plastic gas container. And then all of a sudden string it up, drilling the holes and making this beautiful instrument out of it. It just absolutely blew my mind. I'm so curious how you learned how to make your own instruments. Thank you for uh, the kind words. Amazing. Um, it's not that special, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, in uh, some countries that they don't have the best uh, resources. It's, that's what they do, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, part of uh, the idea behind making those instruments is, is this, actually, to, to keep that sound, simple sound, poor sound in a way, and to keep the simplicity. Mm -hmm. um, so I did learn, I mean... I just tried. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go to uh, to learn how to 
use tools or anything. I, I broke my hands many times. Mm. I cut myself all the time. And uh, sometimes you get something nice out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fantastic. And the sound that you get out of them, it's so unique, too. I, w I would think that you won't get the same two sounds from each instrument that you make. They're sure. all individually yeah. unique. Uh, I want to take you back to your earliest music memories. And I want to know what drew you into the music from the synagogue. I mean, the synagogue was in, uh, growing up, was in the background, <laughs> but it's not... It was just in the background. Actually, I was uh, pushing it away from my life mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I'm not into religion at all, and I'm not into uh, prayers and all the stuff. I right. Mean, it's not. It's just the sound that, uh, as a uh, Yemeni boy mm -hmm. back then. I mean, all all Yemenis in Israel are. Uh, basically religious mm -hmm. uh, it was just kind of on in the background growing yes, up right and so you get to go to the synagogue and uh, to hear those sounds they can they can say probably the same mm -hmm. uh, they, they've been quite the same childhood as me mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah so th this is the part of the synagogue in my life but it's yep yeah, and another, well, a, an actual transformative moment for you. I'm curious what it was like when you first heard that compilation of raw 45s of traditional music from Yemen. Mm -hmm. I think it was called Coffee and Kwambas or something like that. Uh, yeah, Kat, Coffee and Kambus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I want to know what that was like when you first heard that and took that in. Um, before I heard that, I was listening to, I mean, different bunch of music, everything, uh, mostly uh, from the, the, I would say, Western world. I know it's very general, but... Um, and then the synagogue, this, this thing uh, in the background in my childhood um, was like a, like a starting point. Mm -hmm. And I would say that since then, till I got to listen to this uh, compilation, I was quite in... Um, um, someone else. I, I tried to be someone else. I guess. I mean, I was. I guess I was looking for the truth, but didn't really know where to look for it. Um, so once I heard this um, this compilation, it just brought me back in, and it was exactly what I was looking for. And uh, like, just pieces got together, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I love that. And uh, one of the lyrics on uh, your album says. Uh, from Yemen and beyond America, we are all together and I am alone. Uh, what did you mean by that, that profound lyric? Uh, that was uh, written in the pandemic time. Yeah. And um, it's just that everybody sat alone in the house, you know, and, but they feel very much connected only through the Internet. Right. You know? um, and Yemen is, you know, the Yemen music... And, you know, how you can travel far, but staying at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and that, so that was written during the, sort of the lockdown when we all were just yeah, at, yeah. at home. Yeah. And I was curious uh, what the impact was like being a part of the uh, Jerusalem Andalusian Orchestra. What can you tell us about that experience? What do you want to hear about it? I'm just so curious because I, I know not much about it. I just saw you talking about it, and um, I'm, I'm very curious what that was like being a part of that. I mean, for me, it was my first job, serious job as a musician. Mm -hmm. um, so just before that point, 
I, I, I did, uh, I worked in many, many different things, mostly in the restaurant business, you know, bartender, waiter, uh, other things, but, you know, two or three jobs um, <clears throat> a day or something. Mm -hmm. And um, that was my first uh, experience as a professional musician uh, in a place that I can get paid for for playing music. I was a cellist back then. I mean, I'm still a cellist, I just don't play the cello anymore. And uh, it was a, an interesting experience. The Andalusian music is uh, music from North Africa. And um, some of the, uh, the flavor, it has a little bit, slightly a similar flavor sometimes mm -hmm. to also to the Yemeni music. Um, yeah, I, I learned a lot from just being there because I didn't know how to read music really and I was pretending for one year like that I know what I'm doing and um, so it was till I got to a point that I that I, I became like a professional right uh, but it was uh, it was like a big chunk in my life that uh, was a school you know yeah well your talent is astounding I'm watching you play that and I'm just very wowed by all the talent in this room so once again I thank you so much for sh sharing your music and your sound with, with all of us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Anytime. Once again, that has been El Cot live here on KEXP.